Welcome Pathfinders to Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Oh man. Where we're having the final fight. Holy crap. Oh, I'm so the excited. here, he's floating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we are after uh, 220 episodes. So is he going to talk or is he just going to blast us in the freaking face? Meteor swarm. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I suppose for our recap, in case you're joining us for the BBEG. In case you're one of those people that want to know how it ends before you listen to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are people that like that. Yeah, when last we left our heroes, the doorkeepers of the Duat, after 219 episodes, had delved down into the inner sanctum of Hakatep, had fought against Hakatep's General Tarawet, the, uh, the last defender of Hakatep before, after defeating her, making their way through the waters of forgetfulness into the chamber of curses, uh, through the chamber into the chamber of abasement, and then eventually to the Sky Pharaoh's throne itself, wherein they had finally found their foe, the enemy that they had been pursuing for the better part of, uh, I don't know how many in-game months, to be perfectly honest, but at the very least for the better part of, uh, 190 something episodes since you learned he sort of existed. Existed, yeah. <laughs> you know what's also weird is we've gotten all the way here and we have no idea where his sarcophagus is. No. Never found it. You missed a turn somewhere. That's weird. <laughs> Darted this on the 1st of Ferrist and it is now Eridus the 28th. For those people who don't know the Pathfinder months. So it's been about six months. <laughs> yeah. The longest six months of our lives. The longest six months of your lives. Got a ton of experience in that time. It's though. almost like it's true. six months lasted four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But yeah, you had entered into uh, Hakatep's throne room, the throne room of the Sky Pharaoh. Upon entering, you'd found yourselves in a chamber, nine wide pillars carved with hieroglyphs supporting the side of the room that you've entered from the eastern side of this magnificent chamber. Eight huge limestone statues of vulture-headed humanoids standing at attention with spears at their sides lining the walls to your right and left. Three paintings of scarabs increasing in size, gracing the polished floor. And at the far end, the western end of the chamber, a golden throne that shines like the sun sitting atop a raised dais with two levels. Therein you had seen four statues of men with the heads of set beasts. This almost, but not quite, they always make me think of uh, anteaters, but they don't have as long of a snout. So some kind of combination of like an anteater head with that of a donkey. Hmm. And levitating up from the throne, a tall, regal man, maintaining his noble appearance, even as an undead creature wrapped in the linens of mummification, a blue Kepresh crown upon his head and holding across his chest in the traditional Osirian burial fashion for pharaohs, the crook and flail of kingship, still floating in the air about 10 feet up with his feet together, his arms still crossed as he looks imperiously across the distance towards you. A faint blue glow coming from the linen wrapped eyes. The five of you, Counting two. It's currently nine feet tall. 
stand arrayed on the opposite side of this massive chamber, having made your way out from between the pillars. The ceiling in here forms into four arches in a style that seems to be almost revolutionary for ancient Osirian architecture. Just a sex spared no expense. <laughs> Naturally. Giving this chamber the natural acoustics that you would expect from a cathedral. <laughs> the man stares across the distance towards all of you. You have come at last. Consider yourselves honored. You are the first to approach this throne in 6,000 years. And we intend to be the last. I respect your tenacity. And you have proven yourselves. You have walked on the wind, breathed in the water, swam through the soil, danced in the fire. And I know you. I don't think you do. Citra of the line of Nahamra, whose family served me loyally. You can see a slight tightening of his fist around the flail. Until they did not. Sudikantar of the eyes of Ra, the living monolith sworn to protect and serve their pharaohs. Hollis Starkweather, dedicated follower and lay priestess of the Church of Nethys, who once benefited greatly by my side and Masika of the Beckon, of the line of Chisisek. There's a falter for a moment, my dearest friend. Knowing our names and our station does not mean you know us. I respect what you have done to get this far, and I understand, I believe, your motivation in wishing to see me interred rather than ascended. I would give you this opportunity. Our soul has been shattered for 6,000 years. Yes. Our Ib and Ba have finally been rejoined. They seek only their brother. Sudi, there's a vibration through the mask, almost as if a lodestone had pulled it forward for a moment, although it doesn't dislodge. Sudi's gonna put a little hand on top of his forehead <laughs> to hold that in place. Casually. Our call. Our life. Then we will be once more complete. And the living Sky Pharaoh can once again ascend to his rightful throne. You don't have a rightful throne here. Your time has passed. The man that you worship as your god king is a pretender. Pretender or not, you've been dead for 6,000 years. A state mm. of which you can rectify. Give us what is ours. Place our mask upon the ground, and I will lift you up to greater heights than you could ever imagine. I am not my ancestor. All you're going to do is start wars. I'm with Masika. War is bad. Normal, common people suffer. Can't be having that. And if you truly knew who we were, you would know we are no friend to the undead. What happened to you is terrible. You need to be put back to rest and not rule Osirian. With what the mask has shown us and what we've learned through here and the story Nahamra told us, we know who you are too. Maybe even better than you do. You're 
a conqueror and a warmonger. I am a patriot and a defender of my people. The people that you were defending many years ago are gone. The world has changed and the type of pharaoh that you were does not belong today. There are no more Shori. There are no more enemies to fight. Osirian (laughs) is a shadow of what it once was. And declaring war on the countries that are now where we once had lands is just going to cause suffering. You'll end up killing the very people you are claiming to be patriotic for. You had your time, and while many of the things you did were terrible, they were great. And what happened to your spirit afterwards is an abomination. And we're trying to rectify that and send you back where you need to be at peace. The almost placid face, again, the face that you are so familiar with having seen on the mask so many times. There's a slight tilt of the head. I made this offer out of respect for all that you have gone through and all that you have done. I believe that you mean what you say, but unfortunately, we appear to be at a crossroads. Know this, you have my utmost respect. He spreads his arms and begins to gesture with his crook and flail as arcane runes form into the air. And I will need initiative from the party. One last time. Yeah, Masika's ready. I'm scared. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Mm, I am not. Me too ready. I'm so not. (laughs) Let me queue up a little Sirenscape here. Sirenscape. Big bad end guy. Oh, man. (sighs) Hollis Starkweather. Uh, Hollis rolled an 18 for a 25 on her initiative. Dang! Good job. Sudi (laughs) Sudi rolled a 17 for a 23. Those are both real good rolls. I'm ready. Masika of the Beckon. Masika rolls an 18 for a 20. Dang! Nice! All right. Citra Nahamra. Citra rolled a 3 for a 9. Oh, there's That's the balancing. That's classic Citra. That's balance yep. right there. She doesn't immediately go into fights with the intent of stabbing people's kidneys. It just <laughs> ends up that way. Like, she's always reluctant to get into a fight. I can just okay. see you, like, stabbing people in the spleen and being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry I stabbed you. Oh, oh, there I go, right in the lung. I'm sorry. <laughs> there I go again. No, no. Two gets a seven for a 15. Aw, oh, two. You've got to roll for all these golems, too. Ugh. Golems? Sorry, you're not within 60 feet. Your golem bane scarab didn't go off. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, as long as they're golems, your golem bane scarab golems, works. If they're golems, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I will need a roll-off with Masika of the Beckon. Rude. Okay. Oh, my. I roll a 15 for a 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. Round one of the final combat begins. There will be no surprise attack round, as all of you oh, are very polite to one another. It's true. I mean, we always hold out hope we can talk our way out of things. Hollis Starkweather, you have first initiative. All right, Hollis tosses down her defending sword thing. The staff? Staff, sword. Either way, I don't use it as a weapon. Pull, rod of quicken, move action. Quicken, vengeful comets on myself. 
What? Nice. Is that the one that uh, it gives the comets, and then if they, somebody attacks you, it hits them with the, with the if meteor If somebody casts an offensive spell on me, I can throw comets oh, at them. That's the deal with it. spell. Nice. I've only cast it once. I think I cast it against uh, our good friend Kabek back oh, in the day. Oh, was it against Kabek? Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah, somebody you did. One per four caster levels, so, so four. I have four comets. Uh, and then I will uh, do my favorite thing in the world, which is casting a ninth level spell. Um, actually, <laughs> I want to start by knowing what these things are. Are these set beasts? What's the deal with these golems? Are they golems also? Yeah. You can go ahead and make me a knowledge arcana. Oh, I'm starting to worry about my dice luck because that was two very good rolls in a row. <laughs> Stay confident. Uh, let's say an 18 for a 48 to know about golems or these big gold boys. Uh, with a 48, you are able to identify these creatures. These are creatures commonly referred to as clay golems. Huh. Clay golems. Okay. All right. Clay golems are golem whose body is sculpted from a single block of clay weighing uh, at least 1,000 pounds and then treated Good with grief. rare oils and powders to harden it into uh, the death machine that it is. Wow. You may ask pertaining towards the clay golem five questions. My lord. Let's start with what are their special defenses? They do possess damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. They do have standard construct traits. Immune to death effects, disease, mind affecting effects, charms, compulsions, phantasms, patterns, and morale effects, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep stun, and any effect that requires a fortitude save, unless it, it works on objects or is harmless. Mm. In addition to that, they are also immune to magic, although there are, are specific spells that will get past their magical immunity. All right, I need to know uh, what's their DR. Let's start with that. Uh, they have a DR good. of 10. They can only be overcome by adamantine bludgeoning weapons. Well, there goes that. So maybe Sudi's fists. If I had, a, if I was a 16th level monk, I'd actually have uh, adamantine fists. So, uh. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> but I'm not. But I do have the golden bane scarab, so it doesn't really matter. So, hmm? yeah. third question: What spells affect these boys? If they are subject to the spell Move Earth, uh, it will drive the golem back 120 feet and deal damage to it. Uh, a disintegrate cool. spell will slow the golem as the slow spell and deal a minuscule amount of damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so basically don't try to disintegrate them. Well, I mean, it, it slows it for 1d6 it rounds, so it, I mean, oh, that's okay. pretty useful. An earthquake spell cast directly at a clay golem will stop it from moving on its next turn and deals uh, a fairly good amount of damage to it with no save. Okay. And any magical attack against a clay golem that deals acid damage will heal it. Uh, oh. For one point of damage for every three points it would have done otherwise. Okay. Hmm, okay. Uh, what sorts of special attacks do these guys have? Special attacks? Uh, they have... Eh, I'll say they have three. First off, their fists are cursed. Oh, cool. Any individual Great. that is struck by the fist of uh, one of these creatures uh, is injured and the damage resists natural and magical healing. A character must, uh, using magical healing on a creature damaged by clay golem, must succeed at a DC 26 caster level check or the healing has no effect. Wow. That okay. sucks. That's problematic. I mean, that's not even a gimme at this point. I think that's like a 50-50 chance for... Uh, almost 50-50. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're 17th level, a slightly level, higher so. chance of getting it off at this level, yeah. but... Need a nine, geez. so it's a 40% chance of failure. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, they also have a chance of going berserk. Uh, oh, when a clay golem fine. enters combat, there's a cumulative 1% chance each round that the golem's elemental spirit breaks free and the golem goes berserk. Uh, this does reset to zero after one minute of inactivity. A berserk golem attacks the nearest living creature or smashes some object smaller than itself uh, if no creature is present. Uh, once it goes berserk, no method can reestablish control. Oh, oh. that could be interesting. Well, Not that even... being said, it does specify living creature. Yeah, oh. so it will attack us ah. anyway. 
Uh, lastly, after it is engaged in at least one round of combat, haste itself once per day as a free action. Oh, God. Great, 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 great. Uh, last question. What special qualities do they have? Not really much of anything. They have dark okay. vision. In addition to this, you may go ahead and make me another knowledge arcana. Let's get all of this out of the way up front. Okay. 46. With a 46, you can also determine that uh, in addition to being clay golems, they are also advanced clay golems. Ah. That, but more dangerous. In addition to being advanced clay golems, they also are shield guardians. A spellcaster with enough talent, resources, and inspiration can create a special variant of a golem known as a shield guardian. Uh, any true golem can be created as a shield guardian, but the choice to do so... Uh, must be made during the golem's construction. They are designed specifically to serve as bodyguards. Huh, that sounds right. You may ask pertaining towards the shield guardian. Four questions. I'm going to go with defensive because I feel like that's probably what shield guardians do. A lot of defensive things. They really only have one, which is uh, they do gain fast healing of five. Of okay. course. Uh, of course. As they do self-control. Of course they but do. But it's not regeneration. It's fast healing. So there's that. What special attacks do shield guardians get? They also gain the ability to spell store. A shield nice. guardian can store one spell of fourth level or lower uh, that Ooh. is cast onto it by another creature and is then able to cast said spell when commanded to do so by its master. I bet he's got a bunch of heal or harms. Like, not no, harm spells, harms, but uh, like, but inflicts. Oh, inflicts maybe. But I mean, heck, he could store a bunch of fireballs in there if he wanted to. I mean, he could. Special qualities. Special qualities. This is where it gets interesting. Ah. First off, it can find its master. Uh, okay. Basically, uh, as long as the Shield Guardian and its amulet are on the same plane, the Shield Guardian can locate the amulet's wearer. Uh, in addition to this, a Shield Guardian, if ordered to do so, moves to defend the wearer of the amulet, which means that uh, all attacks against an amulet wearer take a minus two penalty when the Shield Guardian is adjacent to its master. Ah. Uh, lastly, a Shield Guardian gains the ability to, uh, as a standard action within a range of 100 feet, use Shield Other. Just as okay. the spell of its name, the ability transfers the shield guardian half of the damage that would otherwise be dealt to the amulet's wearer. Okay. Okay, so we really actually do probably need to take out the freaking uh, golems first. It's a good setup. This is a good a good setup actually to make sure you protect him. Yeah. Well, it makes Hakatep total sense. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a good setup actually. Uh, if you would like to make a knowledge religion, you may do so to identify Hakatep as well. Uh, I rolled a ten for a. 38, 40, plus two for the cartouche, 42. With the a 42, everything. Uh, you are able to determine that Hakatep is a mummy. Yep. Uh, more so than that, Hakatep is a mummy lord. Oh. Yep, makes sense. Many cultures practice the sacred art of mummification, though the sinister ritual uh, magical techniques used to imbibe corpses with the undead vitality are far less widespread. Hmm. In uh, the land of Osirian, uh, such techniques have been refined through centuries of ceremony and countless deaths giving rise to mummies of terrible power. On rare occasion, if the deceased was of great rank and exceeding malevolence, he might undergo such an elaborate transformation on his own, uh, rising from his tomb as a fearful mummy lord. Uh, regardless of the exact circumstances of the resurrection, a mummy lord retains all the ability that they had in life, Fair becoming mean. a creature consumed by the desire to restore his rule and dominate both the living and dead. Ah, uh, well, it's basically an obsession for him at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you may ask pertaining towards the mummy lord. Three questions. Okay, first question. Uh, what are his? What are a mummy lord's special defenses? Uh, special defenses, they are resistant to channeled positive energy. They rejuvenate. Uh, one day after a mummy lord is destroyed, the necromantic energies uh, that create the abomination begin to rebuild its body. Mm. And he just gets back up again. Great. 
Uh, to permanently destroy a mummy lord, uh, it must be destroyed, and then its remains must be targeted, consecrate, hollow, uh, and then dispel evil, cast in successive rounds, and in that specific order. We know a specific way to get rid of Hakatep, though. Yeah, I was yeah. Say would be able one. to theorize that the artifact nature of the mask probably would supersede that if you return the mask to his dead body. Yeah. Okay, fair. Okay. Uh, beyond that, they do possess damage reduction. Knowing anything about the damage reduction is a separate question. Mm-hmm. They are immune to cold and electricity. Ah, and have really? standard undead traits. So okay. uh, I guess one last time with filling. One last time. Immune to death effects, disease, mind affecting effects, charms, compulsions, moral effects, phantasms, and patterns, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, and any ability that requires a fortitude save, unless it also affects objects. So cold and lightning bad. Um, and he doesn't have spell resistance. So let's go with what are the special attacks that he's working with from his special attacks type. Oh, yes. If he actually deigns to use any of them instead of just casting. Hey, they may have good murderous magic upon us. (laughs) Uh, First off, they have an ability referred to as channel rot. Mm. A mummy lord can deliver its uh, insidious mummy rot through its melee weapons. Okay. As well as its slam attacks and any natural attacks. Uh, Secondly, you know that they have insidious mummy rot, which is a variant of mummy rot. Just worse. Insidious Mummy Rod is both a curse and a disease. It can be cured only by first removing the curse and then curing the disease, as see back to That's Falto usual. and I think on Eurus also got Mummy Rot once. Even if the curse element of Insidious Mummy Rod is lifted, a creature suffering from it cannot recover naturally over time. Uh, anyone casting a Conjuration healing spell on the afflicted creature must succeed at a caster level check, or the spell is wasted and the healing has no effect. Anyone who dies from Insidious Mummy Rot transforms into a pile of sand and cannot be raised by any means other than resurrection or greater magic. Oh, dang. Fun times. Fun times. Uh, As a side note, I'll just go ahead and throw this out there. You are aware that the DC for that caster level check is high as it's 11 plus the challenge rating of the creature. Yeah, so it's going to be ludicrous. In addition to that, uh, it may use an ability referred to as Sandstorm's Wrath, uh, where they can exhale a blast of superheated sand. Hmm. Cool. Uh, This is a 40-foot cone. That deals fire and slashing damage. Great. Great. Uh, Also, any creatures that don't get out of the way of it are blinded. Oh, great. Great. So we're bringing back that theme again. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Do you have anything else? Uh, Yeah, he also has undead mastery, which doesn't really have any bearing on this situation. He can just bend any undead creature to his will. Great. Hey. Question, and it's okay if the answer is no. All right. Can I have not cast Vengeful Comets? Because it does primarily cold damage. I'm feeling benevolent. Yay! Okay. <laughs> to okay, reinforce so the that. audience, this is why you make knowledge checks about things before yes, you start taking first, reactions. Then cast. <laughs> this is well, why in second know. edition that one action to uh, to make the recall knowledge check is so important. Oh yeah. And instead, with my quicken rod, I'm going to quicken resist energy communal everyone but to fire. I don't need it. Oh. I'm not going to need it either. Okay, then I'll just give it to me and Sudi, and we'll have it it for a good long time. (laughs) Yeah, because I already have a 30 fire resist. Okay. You give it to Narmer and Hootie. (laughs) Sugar. And sugar, yeah, definitely give it to sugar. Well, I mean, we have, I mean, I can split it. It's all fine. We have fire resist for this fight, which is really what's going to matter. Okay. Okay, and then with my actual action, God, that was a lot. I guess I tell everyone everything, and then... I'm going to throw four, what was, how does it describe? Four two-foot diameter spheres directly at Hoktep and cast Meteor Swarm. All right. You can target the same creature all four times. Yep. So that's what I do. Just blast him. Well, I mean, you know, it seems good. The sooner we take him down, the better. Yeah, so. not immune to fire. <laughs> all right. Yeah, hopefully it's not immune to fire. 
He's not immune to fire unless he casts something, which is possible. He, he very well could have. Who knows? We don't know what he's got cast on him. So Hullish so Chance and Tones extends a hand. Four yep. meteors streak out from the middle of nowhere. It's that uh, opens up almost a void of void to space portal as they come shooting out <laughs> across the distance before yeah. slamming into, or hopefully we'll slamming into Hawketep, trying to slam into Hawketep. Trying. So I believe right. it's going to be four. Uh, is that touch attack? Range touch attacks. All right. Very long range. Well, considering, yeah, it's a 40 foot radius spread. You don't want to be next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a range touch attack with a spread attack? Yeah, so it'll hit all the golems too, won't it? Yeah. The spread will. Me, the meteor swarm works is it fires four of these. If they hit, they deal bludgeoning damage and then explode. Uh, and ah. if you hit, you t the target takes a penalty on the saving throw to avoid the fire damage. Ah, okay. And then each, okay. I believe it's uh, each meteor deals, um, was it 66 points of fire damage? But if yeah. they overlap the target, the target takes it every time and then stacks And up. you save separately and it stacks yes. for fire resistance, etc. Fun. Yes, so the first one, I roll a 15 for a 27. 27 will strike your target. Mm, that one's probably not going to do it. Uh, four for a 16. He is flat-footed. That will strike your target. <laughs> all right, all right. Get him! He has not gone yet. Get him! Uh, six for an 18. 18 will hit. And a 14 for a 26. Nice. 26 will hit. All right. So Start that hits strong. him for a Blast bunch of damage. Him. So... That's going to be seven, another seven, ten, and nine for the initial hit. Okay. None of those do damage because this does count as bludgeoning damage. Uh, however, yeah. that does impose, impose the minus four penalty on its saves. So let's see how this goes. So that is a 30 for the first one. Yes. Uh, 15 for the second one. No. 20 for the third one. No. And 24. No. For the fourth. He Boom! saves one and he fails all the other ones. Wow. Uh, this that does was... allow for spell resistance, so it'll have no effect on the golems. Unless they decide to take some of his damage. That is true. Okay. Depending on if they've already cast shield other or not, I guess. So 66. One of them he saves on, so I'll roll one separately and the rest all together, and then we can add them. Uh, yeah, we could do that, or you could just do 21 dice instead of 24. It's pretty much the same math. Okay. That's going to be 82 points of fire Ooh. damage. Wow. As it explodes on that side of the room. Dang. Ninth level spells. I was going to say, Hollis didn't come to play. There is a deafening explosion that consumes the far side of the room as the throne rocks back and is shattered against the wall. The golems, unaffected by the, uh, the explosive flame, still take a step to the side from the concussive blast. As the smoke mm. clears, Hakatep stands uninjured. What? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, protection from energy fire, maybe? What the crap? Maybe. Ah, going after those wizards that have buffed themselves. Hmm. Taking us from Hollis to Sudi Kantar. Okay, well. I saw someone measuring. I didn't know if that was Jordan measuring how that far that charge is. That was definitely me to see if I could get to one of these guys, which I could. Uh, so first off, swift action pummeling style. All right. He is 10 feet in the air, so... Jeez, I can either charge these guys and then hope Masika doesn't do whatever she's going to do to me. <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently, he's not taking fire damage. He's immune to cold and electricity. So this is where we are right now. Hmm. 
There's some shenanigans going on. I bet we leave and come back when his durations are over. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sorcerer. He'll just cast it all again. Yeah. We leave um, and we come back in like 24 hours. Not even 24. Like, we don't have 24 hours. We don't hours have that long. That pyramid <laughs> takes off. Yeah. You leave, you come back. There's just a giant square hole in the ground and nothing else. Maybe he turned um, the pyramid invisible? I'm worried about how clumped up we are, so um, this is probably one of those might end up regretting it moves. Don't charge. Okay, let's not do yeah. that then. I don't want to charge because he's going to hurt me. <laughs> I don't want him to hurt me. But I think George um, is just trying to figure out how to get into the fight. All right, I'm going to move uh, 50 feet straight forward. So he goes charging across through the center of the room up towards the throne of Hakatep. Yep, and uh, so I'll, I'll, fight, I'll just fight defensively. Crank okay. my AC up a bit. You do a cool move in the center. I, I, yeah, I do that cool, that, kung, that cool kung fu move where he's like, he readies himself and then he does the little come here motion. <laughs> when you drag your foot across the sand dramatically. Yeah. Ah. That brings us to Hakatep. He's probably going to hurt me real <laughs> bad, y'all. First, he gestures with his crook. Uh, as he does so, it's he'll a go ahead and cast a quicken spell. Yep. As his image splits into uh, nine total images now. Yep. Okay. Oh, wizard. He's not a wizard. He's a or sorcerer. Sor oh, sorcerer. <laughs> Hollis is a specifically arcane mad. Stop calling him a wizard. Casters. Oh, arcane casters. So that was a six level spell there. I realized at this very moment that Hakatep has a blaring weakness. Good. I wish this I knew what great. it was, because obviously it's Please nothing tell we the know. Us and the audience. <laughs> it's not having knowledge of the planes, because I was like, do you know what this giant bird man is? No. Yeah, no, you have no idea. How does he not have knowledge of the planes and <laughs> he makes no out sense, elementals hey, all the time? That's really weird. You know what? It's Fine. really weird. He just <laughs> relied on Nahamra and his wife, apparently. Hey, yeah, Nahamra, what's probably. this rock guy? <laughs> apparently, Sudi should have looked behind him in all the mask visions where he had his planar expert standing behind him. <laughs> Your Majesty, that is a advanced blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, he chants in tones, uh, lifts up a hand, rips open a, uh, a hole to the void as four meteorites streak yep. out of that. Yep. Yep. And we'll slice across the distance, except for unlike uh, normal meteorites, they are not burning with fire, but are actually crackling with electricity as they stream across the distance to oh, slam into the party. Dang. Okay. Since he does have spellcraft and could identify the spell that you were casting. And apparently has a way of changing the element of that. Sudi's too far separate from the rest. So one at Citra, one at Masika, one at Hollis, one at two. Reflex Wait, but all of his spells come out electricity? Not, he might have you that metamagic feet or that um, a rod or a magic item. There's ways yeah, there's to change Yeah, there's a lot of different elements. ways he could do it, yeah. We're going to start with a 17 to hit Citrus touch AC. Uh, no. Uh, that is a 16 to hit Masika's. No, because my touch AC is a 17. Okay. <laughs> a 22 will hit two's touch AC. Does a 20 hit Hollis's touch AC? No. Wizard. All right. Nice. So uh, I will need, so none of you take the bludgeoning damage except for two. So let me go ahead and bounce that real quick. Which may not even do any damage to him. Uh, so no yeah. damage to two there, at which point I will need reflex saves from the party. He did some sort of absorbing situation. That is that in range of reflex. me or no? No, none of those are within range of Sudi. Oh, no, yeah, I see. I'm too far away. He had to choose between hitting Sudi and hitting the giant clump of people. Right. In I was kind of hoping he was going to try to hit me, but, you know. You're not that scary. Let's go ahead and start with Hulse. All right, I got 31. Don't forget this is a spell. Yep, so you get your bonuses to being a spell So you effect. get your bonus. A 23. All right, a 26 and a 30. All right, Masika. 31, 23, 31, 27. Okay, Citra. 32, 42, 34, 43. 
Yes, that is how I like my women. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is the fourth measurement? <laughs> I don't know. Intelligence. Oh, forty-two intelligence. Yes, exactly. There you go. It's a really right, high standard so. for Sudi. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sudi needs a woman who's smarter than he is. Clearly, Adris is the brains of the operation. I was yeah, gonna say, um, Sudi already has a girlfriend. She's the brain of the operation. Sudi's the muscle. Uh, Two's not gonna bother rolling because it's fire damage. Because he's like, it's law, electricity what? damage. Is it it's it? electricity he's also damage. Immune to it's that. electricity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two's immune to every element with the again the exception of Sonic. Not that Hockentep's aware of that. Um, and Citra actually yeah. succeeded on all of those reflex saves. So Citra somehow Evasion. manages to hurl herself <laughs> to the side. She, she and goes between uh, two's legs and just ducks and covers. She hides behind Avoiding the four simultaneous <laughs> explosions, which I think is a new record for Citra. I mean, I am a rogue. I have I start with a twenty, with uh, Hollis's bonus. I start with a twenty-four. Nice. And uh, Hollis and Masika both managed to save against two. Mm. So take mm. t- the full blast from two of them and Ouch. half damage from the other two. So such is life. So the two of you take uh, fifty-nine points of electricity damage as they burst, Ow. and then electricity floods the far side of the room in a way that seems to make zero sense from meteor strikes. Hollis takes zero damage. <laughs> okay, I love this. That you hit him with a, me- a meteor We're gonna swarm, get into a and he's off uninjured. Now. He hits you with the meteor swarms, and you're just like, whatever, bro. Well, I absorb a bunch of it anyway, well, but yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, it I looks cool that you're both like still standing uninjured, like whatever. Unfortunately, he's getting wrecked. Uh, he'll just go ahead and continue hovering right where he is. Ah, eh, jerk. From Hakatep, we go to Masika of the Beckon. Do I know what man. kind of spell effect he did to capture that? Like, is there some sort of check for that? Not specifically that I could think of. Because mm. again, that can't be uh, spell turning because spell turning only works against single target spells. Narber. Hmm. Yes. Get out of the bag and blast Hootie. And, oh, God. And blast Hootie? Like spit on Hootie? Put Hootie on blast. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> that, that has a totally different meaning. If you put someone on blast, you're insulting them. <laughs> oh, my God. Turn up the bird. <laughs> I'm sorry. Turn up the bird. <laughs> Curse no, my sudden but inevitable betrayal. All right. Hootie's range is now 60 feet because he's not in the bag. Thank you. Okay. Masika's going to cast Shape Change for Form of the Dragon 3 and become a huge gold dragon. Please, Kayfax. Yes. <laughs> you can do this. She's That's been holding out on us, guys. Night spells. Yes. Yes. can't absorb that one. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Does that just do all the dragon's attacks? Yes, it does. And a breath weapon, <laughs> and I'm immune to fire, awesome. and I have 120 foot dark vision, and blind sense, and yeah, it's, shenanigans. it's fun. Shenanigans. Go. I just got go it. eat I, him. I love me some good shenanigans. Yeah, so j- huge gold dragon. Just go eat him. Eat him, Masika. <laughs> <laughs> just eat him. Um. And I guess Narver holds on for dear life and finds a place to hide on Masika's now huge form. Well, he is now out. He may want to hide. Keep in mind, for area effects, he will be vulnerable. Uh, he needs to go hide big. in a corner behind a pillar or something. So, growing, expanding your your neck a lot. What, what type of dragon was this again? Gold. Because I want to be immune to fire. You step to the side, chant, and uh, intone. Your body <laughs> extends... Gold scales ripple out across you from uh, head to toe as your hair retreats into your scalp. Nice. Your body shifts forward, your back bulges before sprouting a large pair of golden wings. 
as you turn into a majestic dragon, a regal crest of horns arching backwards above your wise and piercing eyes. Nice. My HP also goes way up. Woohoo! That's good. That was a standard action. Get I in there. Citra's like, well, that's new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all just like, where did this come from? Narmer so... cranks up a uh, hootie and hootie begins playing the never ending story. Oh my God. <laughs> She's awesome. not Falcor. <laughs> I love it. It's the first thing that came to mind. All right. Misika will move 40 feet forward beside Sudi. Oh, so Misika goes trotting up, uh, running up alongside Sudi. Sudi is like, a very large dragon. Does his really cool move and then sees this giant dragon come up next to him and he's just kind of like. <laughs> You're stealing my thunder! <laughs> you say trot, though, it makes me think of, like, Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> I imagine the first few steps are kind of awkward, like, okay, four legs now, four legs now. And, yes. uh, you yes. know, for funsies, I'll just roar. You know, why not? I can do it now. Yeah, do it! Uh, they, are, they are immune to your fightful presence, but... And I'm I mean, not uh, having it affect everybody else, so, yes. you know. Yeah, you know. It's like the T-Rex when they roar, except, you know, a dragon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That brings us to the first of the set guardians, uh, which will move ten feet over to be adjacent to Akita. Of yeah, course, yeah. I see how th- we see how this is going to go. That brings us to the next set guardian, uh, which go ahead and just trot his way forward and attempt to bash Sudi into the ground. Okay, that's fine. It hefts and swings a fist down at Sudi Kantar. That is an atrocious start for them. Uh, Twenty-three. No. Very well. That brings us to two. Yeah, go ahead and just take the charge action. Uh, closing yeah, the distance in, in on the uh, the other golem. Get him. Hefting his po- kopesh and swinging down at the golem. That is with a... He's not power attacking because he's still getting the, the fill for these guys. However, a 41 will strike his target. Nice. Slamming down for 24 points of damage, although it does have damage reduction still. That's not bad, Managing though. to damage it. As he cracks into the side of this thing, taking us from two to Citra Nahamra. All right. <laughs> Citra's going to go ahead and just in case he doesn't have sea invisibility, I'm going to pull out a scroll and I'm going to cast invisibility. If it makes you feel better, the, the golems won't. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going for broke in this fight. So, <laughs> Unless he has them all have spell storing sea invisibility. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but you Would never know. Would be hilarious but... if he did. I'd laugh. That's what I'm doing. I am casting greater invisibility on myself, so uh, Citra blinks out of existence. All right. Nice. So you produce the scroll, chant, and tone. You will still need to make me that. Use magic device. I rolled a f- uh, 15, which gets me a 37. 37 will succeed as Citra chants and tones. The scroll crumples away to uh, dust, and as it does so, Citra vanishes from sight. Oh, yeah. Get five foot step remaining. Nice. I will take a five-foot step forward. <laughs> ever, ever cl- well, float, as, I guess. As I we all charge forward, on. leaving Hollis. I'm fine being back here by myself. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like, think she minds fine. being back there. Yeah. <laughs> that brings us to the next set guardian, uh, which could stride its way forward, provoking an attack of opportunity from Masika as it closes on her. Get it, Masika. All right, I will bite. I roll an 11 with my new plus 22 to hit gets me a 33. Nice. A 33 will strike the target. Take that off. I'm so excited. I love dragons. 
We should have coordinated. I could have been a dragon too. We could have been dragon friends. All right. So my bite does 2d8 plus 12. I roll 15, so 27 points of damage. Very nice. All right. Some of that's still getting through. As you chomp down on it, it lashes out with a fist, uh, basically chomp onto its shoulder, at which point it attempts to just punch you in the side of the neck. Maybe. That's a 33. That still doesn't hit. Okay. From the uh, set guardian, we go to the other set guardian, uh, which takes a five-foot step up next to Hakatep. These guys. It's like they know what, what who we're going to be attacking in this fight. That brings us to... Hollis Starkweather. I think Hollis is going to be spiteful. That, All right. that feels on brand. We, we, we Although, like spiteful. I don't know what magic was used to absorb that other spell and if it absorbs all spells or just like damage spells. But surely he can't continue to do that because that would just be really effed up. It so. Is. The only thing he fears most is casters. So let me see. What's my distance here? 100 feet plus 10 feet per level. Uh, Hollis is going to look across at Hakatep and, you know, it may work, it may not work. If it works, it's lovely. <laughs> okay. And cast Curse of Dragonflies on him. Okay. okay. Essentially, I send a bunch of those little paper things from Spirited Away to mess, up, mess with his flying. He does get a will save. He's probably got will. He does probably have will, but you never know. 31. Yeah, huh. he's got will. Okay, fine. So he doesn't immediately fall out of the sky. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be amazing. Would interesting. Was that the only only thing that does is just drop him out of the sky? It essentially makes him have terrible flight. Ah, um, uh, okay. So then I'm going to, um, yeah, I'll drop my rod of quicken and I'll draw my rod of bouncing. And then All I'll, right. you know, chill. Takes us from there to Sudi. Okie dokie. Sudi is going to take a five foot step in front of two, basically between two and uh, the set piece that we're kind of formed up against. Uh, and I'm going to just uh, start, uh, you know, doing my normal flurry of blows. Um, I guess I'll target its hips and knees to try to, like, find some ways to, like, damage this. Bring her Go down. <laughs> Basically bring her down, yes. Uh, so I roll a nine, which gets me a 32 with Hootie. A 32 will strike your target. As soon as he hops forward. Uh, that's 13 points of uh, damage with my Golden Bane Scarab that should go through its DR. That does. As you jump forward, slam your foot into the side of this thing. Okay, that is a 17, which is a 40. A 40 will nice. strike your foe as you spin back around and ram your leg back into the other side of its leg. All right, that is, uh, let's see, that is 15 points of damage. Continue to crack, crack, crack away at it. Uh, that's a natural one. You spin back around, lose some of your footing on the uh, the clay dust and rubble around this as you begin punching your fist into the side of it. Okay, and then that is a 14 for a 27. A 27, unfortunately, just does not strike your target. Bummer. Can't get your feet back under you. Yeah, I'll spend a key point to go ahead and uh, get another hit on him. All right. All right, that is a 7 for a 30. A 30. We'll strike your target. All right. Okay, that is 16 points of damage. Another solid blow as you slam your fist into its leg again. You can see cracks radiating up from its left knee up along its hip inside as you begin to just slam, slam, slam over and over again, ignoring the stinging pain in your fists and, uh, and legs as you begin kicking into this 
solid clay statue. <laughs> it only hurts a little bit. I'm only bruising my bones, not breaking them. From there, and the, the background beyond this, Hawketep continues to hover up in the air. Uh, extends forth his staff once again. Uh, he'll go ahead and cast on himself for starters. Oh man, he's doing that thing where he's buffing the bejesus out of himself. You got it. Flaunt it. As he surrounds himself in a whirling barrier of force that begins to rotate around him like rings or eddies of wind that surround him. Hmm. I should have just prepared two major disjunctions. I was, I was just thinking that. I was like, man, two major disjunctions would really pay off right now. Hey, if I can stab him, I can dispel a few things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get over there. He doesn't know, know where Citra is. Hollis is probably the biggest threat. He chants and tones, gestures. And I believe Citra and Hollis both have sea invisibility, correctly? Correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. A 60 foot wide, 30 foot high, stretching from floor to ceiling, invisible wall of force <laughs> materializes, cutting the room in half. I see. Yep. That's unfortunate. I see he put him on, himself on the side with the dragon. I'll take mm -hmm. it. Masika of the Beckon. Tear it apart! All right, Masika is going to take a little five-foot shuffle kind of front and forward, so both of these things are within her reach. Okay. Hey. I'm going to start with the one that Sudi did a bunch of damage to. Focus fire. Uh, so my first attack is the bite. Uh, I roll a 15 for a 37. A 37 will strike your target. I roll max damage for nice. 28. Nice. Okay. First claw uh, is a 26. I only rolled a four. A 26 will not strike your foe. Second claw, I roll a 12 for a 34. A 34 will strike your target. Get him. Uh, that's five. As Dragon Masika so launches forward and begins to claw, claw, 13, bite. 13 points of damage. Okay. Chipping away. All right. So first wing attack, 10 for a 27. A 27 will not strike your foe. Second wing is a 15 for a 32. 32 will hit your target. For 11 points of damage. All right. A and little chip there. Whip that tail around. You spin in place. The tail whips out, slamming into the side of it. 18, 35. 35 will strike your foe. 10 points of damage. Uh, unfortunately, to no effect as the tail reverberates off the side of the statue. Now, yeah, bummer. Yeah, that Ooh. DR is pretty good, though. definitely <laughs> decreasing the amount of damage. That's the end of my turn. All right. So the next set guardian continues to hold its position adjacent to Hawketup. The other set guardian uh, just got the crap kicked out of it by Sudi, somewhat literally. <laughs> Does heal up a little bit. And, uh, oh, wait, no, this is uh, this is your second turn, buddy. Uh, yep. So uh, free action haste himself. Yep. Oh, no. And we'll then go ahead and uh, full out attack Sudi. Sure, sure. Two is not providing a flank. Nope. That, however, is a 37 with the first swing. All right, that'll hit. And a 35 with the second. That'll hit. All right, two hits. Oh, boy. Uh, the first hit is for 23 points of damage. Ow. Dang. The second hit is for 19 points of damage. Ow. Owie. 
Okay. All right. They hit pretty hard. And I'm going to put a little yeah. note. A little note, that a little I, note on cursed. here because uh, there is no save against the curse. Yep. That's a little <laughs> curse right. damage for me. That brings us to two. Who looks back across. There's an invisible wall behind us. Does, uh, does someone else have that handled? Yep. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, he'll <laughs> then just turn around and uh, swing over the top of Sudi's head. Whee! Since he doesn't need to move. And he'll full out attack. He hit pretty good that last swing, so I think he's going to go ahead and power attack. I think I think he should power attack because we're we got to get through that dr ten. Yeah, I'm assuming it's ten. Yeah, that they, seems about appropriate for this level. We knew it was ten. Oh, that's right. We did make that check. <laughs> I didn't want people saying I was metagaming. It's not metagaming if we got the answer from the GM. <laughs> that is true. So that's thirty-four with the first swing, which will hit. Yeah, that's uh, 18 with the second swing, which will not. Don't forget Hootie. Oh, yeah, that's with Hootie. <laughs> that was, I rolled a two and a three for those second swings, so that Dang. other one's going to be uh, a 15 adjusted. Yikes. So unfortunately, only that first hit swing hits. However, he does hit for 35 points of damage with the one hit that he lands. Dang, that's a pretty good hit. As he slams his Kopesh down on this thing, wrenches it back free. Uh, but even then, he can't seem to find a good angle on the thing, which is tottering considering the, the numerous hits it's taken to its side. Citra Nahamra. Okay. Come over um, here. So I, there's no way for me to get over this wall. Like, it's completely bisecting the room. Uh, yep, it's the exact distance across from one side to the other from between the two statues and the exact distance to the height of the ceiling. Almost as if this room were designed specifically to do this. Just get over here so I can dimension Doris onto the other side. Or you could delay, let Hollis take a five-foot step, dimension door you, and then re-enter the That way you'll get whichever. your full turn. Yeah, Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I shall delay. Citra delays. Bring us to the guardian that uh, Masika was just pounding the crap out of. It stumbles back again, uh, Masika, this towering draconic form, the, uh, the statues of the being staring on impassively. This creature begins to uh, move with unholy celerity as it lashes out at Masika. That first swing is with A. Does not get Hootie's bonus. 36 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit me. Does it have, does it considered to have magic attacks? Uh, no, it's attacks do not count as magical because its damage okay. reduction is ah, not magic. nice. So it follows that up with a second swing. That second swing is with a 29. Nope. All right. The fist slams home for 19 points of damage. These are also cursed. What does the curse do again? It's can't heal uh, it. Cast a level check to get off any healing spell. From the set guardian, we go to the other set guardian, uh, which continues to hold its position as it uh, acts as a bouncer for Hawkadup. Hollis Starkweather. Hollis sighs and steps up and grabs Citra and Dimension Doors. Um, essentially right behind Two and Masika. Okay. Makes sense. So you take a five-foot step. Chant in tone. Dimension Basically door. just on the other side of the wall. <laughs> popping you out. Uh, again, this fortunately does not have the wards and protections that cover the rest of this place. Masika knows where Citra is because I have blind sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Sudi's tremor sight also yep. allows him to determine I, where they are since they're on the ground. Uh, unless Hollis is, or unless Citra's flying. I don't think she is. Uh, actually, actually, no, she actually, has overland I am. Flight. I have overland be. flight on. Oh, both of you do, actually, so I wouldn't know then where you are. Then only Sudi doesn't know where Citra is. Yep. <laughs> It's fine. Great. Citra's not going to stab him. Great. 
It's so yeah. there's a, a purple door materializes. Hollis just kind of rushes forward, just kind of shoes Citra through the door invisibly as the two of you appear <laughs> get, on the get. opposite side of the magical wall of force. It's like, go on now. <laughs> would Citra like to re-enter the initiative? Citra would definitely like to re-enter the initiative. Yep, I just stand here, but that's fine. Okay. Citra Nahamra. I am invisible, and honestly, like, they're probably going to hit me anyway. <laughs> so I understand that. Feeling. All right. Uh, you know what? Citra's going to do it. C- Citra charges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This this could be okay. a really good or really bad move this right could here. could be really bad. And I am going to stab Hakatep. So Citra kicks <laughs> Miss- forward. Flies the across the distance. The zoomy by, and it's kind of like, uh. Yeah. Citra <laughs> dives into the attack like an arrow, Kukri leading the way as she flies up through the air between two who's massive chopping down at one golem, Masika, massive dragon wrestling with another golem on the opposite side. Sudi, while two has this thing distracted, just like rabbit punching it over and over and over again in the knee as you fly up between two golems on either side of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you fly up over the their head. I am invisible, though. I've hold, wholly got hope for that. Uh, I roll a 13, which gets me a 34 to hit him. A 34? There's a bunch of him. He's flat hit your target. Yep. You're going to have to roll but you, mirror He image. has mirror image on. Uh, a 34 will, would hit your target. You will need to go ahead. It will hit your flat-footed foe. You will need to go ahead and uh, roll for which one of the the numerous images there that you strike. There are, what, what, 10 of him? Uh, Nine of him in total. Uh, Mirror image caps at eight. Oh, okay, right. Roll a four. Roll. Uh, You do successfully pop one of the images as you slice into something. Uh, If only Kasuti could get over there. I will go ahead and give it to Citra. Hakatep is looking straight through you. His head turns (laughs) as, like, one of the, uh, like, all of the heads turn in unison as one of the images pops. Like, that's (laughs) curious. That's not supposed to be happening right now. Quick, the army of kids that we got, throw your rocks at him. <laughs> Pop all of his images. Well, that that really only applies if all of the children can hit, at the very least, Hockey yeah, AC or AC minus AC five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever his ridiculous AC is. I would love to see a child that can get over a 30. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they've been adventuring. Maybe some adventuring, you know. I was going to say, a, this eight-year-old's been adventuring for three years and his 16th level, he's ready to roll. That takes us from Citra to... Sudi Kantar. All right, Sudi's going to continue his his uh, his work. <laughs> Just trying to bash this thing down. Do it. Get him. Oh, flurry of blows, go! I gotta get up there so I can get like a million attacks on Hogatep and pop all his <laughs> images. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking too. Uh, so that is a 17, which gets me a 40. A 40 will strike your foe. Oh, minimum damage. Uh, Sudi that goes is to work. 10 points of damage. It's a golem, though. You have golem scarab. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going yeah. through, but uh, that it was atrocious. That is a six for a uh, 29. A 29 will strike your foe. Just barely. Okay, uh, for 16 points of damage. Another good hit. Uh, okay, that is a nine for a 27. A 27 will not strike your target. Okay. This day is starting to wear on Sudi. God, Sudi's had a long a day. Uh, that's an eight for a 21. Uh, go ahead 21 and spend a key hit. point here. To be fair, Sudi nearly died in the last fight. It's true. Yeah. 
Sunny's had a long day. He's also had to punch through you know how many of those stupid uh, plaster <laughs> things, every one of which takes like two minutes of him punching, 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 and we haven't had it's a break. It's been arm day for Sudi. Yeah, it's been Sudi's just day. sitting here punching these guys. I was like, I really hope Hakatep's secret tomb isn't behind one of those walls. He's just <laughs> punching away. Kick with your foot, Sudi. All right, oh, my, my, uh, my toe beans last... are so tired. Vary it up, vary it up. <laughs> with my uh, my last attack, I roll a 19. That is a 42. A 42 will strike your target. Uh, so that is 15 points of damage. You continue to slam, slam, slam away at this thing. Good it lord, these things have a lot of hit points. Going. Oh, there's a lot of hit points in these things. Yeah. As Sudi stumbles back, uh, probably <sighs> a little exhausted. I'm a little winded. Brings us from Sudi to Hakatep. There's something here. <laughs> he casts um, Invisibility Purge. <laughs> he might. <laughs> I've got five more scrolls. <laughs> so he'll concentrate, uh, extend a hand forward. Bummer. Um, so he's just going to drop this on the back line and deal with whatever the heck just popped one of his images in a second. A 20-foot uh, <laughs> radius sphere of electricity bursts in the center of the room. I will need a reflex save from Masika, Sudi2, and Hollis. All right. Um, I roll a, a 16 for a 35. I roll a 17 for a 39. I roll a 16, which is a 26, which is a 31 after the gem. Yeah, that'll do it. Yay! <laughs> oh, well, it's a really cool ability. Is it a save or suck? I would have got Masika without that uh, spell protection. You're hey, nice. I may not be able to hurt him with my magic, but I can help my friends. So uh, after the half damage, that's 27 points of electricity damage to the party. To anyone uh, that... Yeah, who doesn't have evasion. Anyone that saved no and does damage. not have evasion. <laughs> so I don't know if that affects Masika some. Yes, yeah, some. I mean, I'm a gold dragon. I'm immune to I'll let fire. you in on the cool thing with this is if you fail the save, you gain electricity vulnerability. Uh -huh. cool? Oh, that's that's that would be awful. That's like the wind fires. Oh, uh, that'd be awful. So not that again. Ah, uh, well. All right. That once again did nothing to two. Good. That's such a weird thing to not give him any knowledge of the planes. Well, again, he's it always does, had advisors like an and stuff. He didn't need to know this himself. No, he definitely needed to know this himself. <laughs> it really feels like he should have had this. It but... feels like an oversight. Uh, yeah, I'm, tr I'm trying to think of an in-game reason. <laughs> it's been 6,000 years. He's forgotten a lot. We do have part of him on Sudi's face. Oh, so. that's oh, the part point. That There's a good explanation. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and gesture out real quick with his staff or with his uh, crook. Quicken spell. Uh, a black ray shoots from this straight at Masika. Uh-oh. That is a 23 to hit your touch AC. Yes, that'll hit me. All right. It's going to suck. Going to suck. Well, that's a black ray. It's probably uh, it like doesn't. a demon like or something. Uh, you gain one negative level. Mm. <laughs> Ow. There's no save. Okay. Uh, that could have been a lot worse. Innervation. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You gain uh, one negative level, so uh, minus five to your hit points, minus one penalty on ability checks, attack rolls, combat yeah, maneuver checks, combat I, maneuver I, defense, I saving throws, skill checks. Uh, that could have been a lot better, but all right, nothing for that. Take us from Hakatep to Masika of the Beckon. How beat up do these golems work? Or how beat up the, do these golems? The one look? golem we've been hitting of the four. Yeah, there's two, two golems. Yeah, but we've only been, we've literally only yeah. been attacking one of them. Oh. Uh, he looks in real bad shape. All right, Masika is gonna take another five foot step forward. Okay. <laughs> Into the flank. <laughs> 
I'm slowly step. making my way towards Hakatep. <laughs> Masika takes a five foot okay. step into the flank. Okay. All right, I'm gonna bite the one that we've been trying to murder. All I right. roll a 12 for a 34. 34 will strike a target. I do 24 points of damage. That destroys it as you dive Yay, forward, chomp nice. your mouth over the top of this thing's head, wrench it off. Kind of instinct taking over for a second before, you know, the Masika part of your brain comes back in. You're like, blah, as you spit up the patoo, clay patoo. The head. <laughs> I'm imagining the dragon just like a cat being like, bleh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to claw at the one behind me. All right. Much like uh, a cat, you just kick out with your back feet. Mm-hmm. I you roll, roll over a 10 your side. for a 32. 32 will strike a target. 15 points of damage. All right. Second claw is an 18, which is a 40 to hit. A 40 will strike your foe. Four, eight for 16 points of damage. Continue to chip, chip, chip away as you begin clawing at this thing, bringing your First wings around wing the bear. is a perfect 20. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Perfect 20 will automatically hit. Threat, roll to confirm. Roll a 13 for a 30 to confirm. A 30 will confirm your critical hit. Nice. Oh, yeah. So. One of those times two critical? Get one of your little wing claws yeah. right in there in one of those cracks and kind of wrench it open. For 22 oh. points of damage. Nice. Second wing is going to miss with a 23. 23, yes, will unfortunately miss. Tail slap, 31 to hit. Roll 14 for a 31. A 31 will strike your foe. Mm, good. Uh, I do 12 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Continue to chip, chip, chip away. Dust flies everywhere. Again, the statue Sudi was fighting the damage to its leg already extensive as its head's ripped off, that leg finally cracks and the whole thing topples sideways with a deafening crash as dust and clay goes scattering everywhere across the chamber. The other one rocks back under the assault from Masika. Delightful. Bringing us to the next one. It swings blindly up to where Citra might be. An 11, however, will not get through the mischance. Yeah. Nope. Bobbing and weaving, bobbing and weaving. That brings us to two. He has a couple options available to him. Toe to toe with these other golems and leaving this one for Masika. But Masika's also having to deal with. Masika doesn't do a ton of damage with each hit. Sudi, however, gets straight through their damage reduction. Yep. Yeah. Masika's really just taking a five foot step forward each turn to get closer to Hakatep without provoking and also trying to mop up these golems, basically. Yeah, so two's gonna actually. He'll move 25 feet forward, and he's actually going to use a standard action to get to huge size so that he can nice Ooh, big easily reach up towards uh, where Hakatep is and hopefully get overpower em. these other ones or hit any of them that try to move in to attack him. Nice. Hey, we're huge size buddies. It's very yep, good. Two extends one fist <laughs> and fist bumps the dragon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Over the top of Sudi's head. He's just like, oh, I miss being big. Sudi <laughs> <laughs> is just like, oh, this is what everybody else was doing while I was <laughs> big. From there, we go to the other set guardian, which turns its full attention on Masika. It does actually take a five foot step as well to try to place itself between her and Hakatep. Get out of my way. It says no. No. She it makes shooey motions with her front claws. <laughs> <laughs> shooey motions. It punches at your claw with a 35. Yes, because I'm big. Mm. Uh, however, I don't believe a 27 will hit. No. So only hits the one time. Uh, slamming you for 18 points of damage. Still cursed. I'll take eight. Mm. 
Taking us from that set guardian to the other set guardian. Well, it was going to swing up at Citra, but now there's two, so it turns its attention on two. <laughs> it will go ahead and free action haste itself and full out attack against the Exender. And probably hit with a 36, which will strike two since two's AC is down now that he's huge size. And also swings out with another 36. The first hit for 20. Yikes. The second hit for 17. Ow. Although neither of those are evil aligned, so he knocks 10 points of damage off of each. Well, that's good. Damage reduction fight. Yep. Everybody seems like they have so many hit points. Bring us to Hollis Starkweather. Hollis is going to delay until after Sudi. <laughs> You're going to let me move in there so you can haste us, aren't you? Yes. Hollis <laughs> I, saw, I saw you measuring. <laughs> I can't Citra do anything Nahumbra. to Hawk that, but I can help my friends. Citra is going to stab uh, continue stabbing this man. Attack! Ah, oh, do the six attacks. Do the do the six attacks yeah, on him. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do the six attacks. So you will need to roll a check to hover if you're gonna take a full well, attack. Well, dang it! That was a natural twenty. I could have used to hit him. Oh! <laughs> Rick got you on that one. On the plus side, it doesn't mean you fall to the ground and can't get a full attack. So that's there's that. true. That's true. All right. Well, so Citra successfully hovers. <laughs> we okay. deployed the bomb. Get him. All right. So uh, first attack, I rolled an eight for a 29. A 29 will miss Hakatep even flat-footed and yep. misses by more than five. Mm. Ow. Wow. So you don't even pop okay. an image. Ouch. Dang it. Okay. Well, that was also a bad roll. All right, so, which means this one's probably not going to hit either. That is a 12 for a 28. A 28, unfortunately, misses entirely. More than five? Gosh, I... By more than five. Wow. Yeah, I'm rolling Ooh, really bad right high. now. That's a five for a 16. A 16, unfortunately, a misses also. Actually, sorry, I apologize before I keep going with this. So I do need you to uh, make an attack at your highest attack roll and your second highest attack before we keep going. Oh. Uh, Okay. So go ahead and make your attack over again. All right. That's an 11 for a 32. Does a 32 hit Citra? On the nose, yes. Uh, so your first swing slices in, seems to turn back around in your hand and cut across yourself. I will need you to roll damage on yourself. What? That force thing that he did is redirecting That whirling force effect. Yeah. Wait, do I sneak uh, deflecting attack myself? Your no, because you can see yourself, so you can't sneak oh. attack yourself. <laughs> okay. You just do regular blade damage to yourself. Right. That changed my calculus oh. slightly. Gotta dispel that noise. Okay. Yeah. And then my next one is a 13 for a 29. Okay, so does a 29 hit you? No. Your first two missed swings reflect back as you nearly cut into yourself as whatever force effect is surrounding them. Seems to, uh, when you miss your attacks, turn your blades back around to cut at you. That's new. Oh, so I if you hit, it spell. doesn't. Uh, if you hit, it does not. Yeah, because oh, okay. she hit him earlier. I am on my third attack. Okay. If you Gosh. wish to continue attacking. <sighs> I roll Every a four miss, or a 15. Which won't hit uh, you. 15 will miss, and you'll need to roll to hit yourself. You don't use the same roll. You have to roll it again oh. to hit yourself. Wow, oh. Wow, that's mean. Okay, well, a 20 does not hit myself. God, that's an well. amazing spell. Okay, so now I'm on my offhand attacks. Let's see if I can God, roll that's an a little better. Spell. Okay, there we go. This might finally actually hit this. Uh, that is a uh, 17 for a 38. That is a threat. I hope that hits him. 
A 38 Oh, sorry, will... sorry, sorry. I did that math wrong. 36. A 36 will hit your flat-footed foe. Yay! Because hey. he's invisible. Uh, you will still need to roll a D8 to see if you pop one of the images instead. Three. Unfortunately, popping one of the images. Okay. Gosh, I cannot roll today. Three, four, 17. Not a good day for that. A 17 misses entirely, and you'll need to roll to hit yourself. Well, thankfully, I'm not hitting myself. That's only a 22. I believe you have right. a final attack if you want to take it. I'm going to go ahead and try. There's always a 20, but I uh, didn't get that. That would be a 7 for a 16. 16, unfortunately, will not hit. You'll need to roll to stab yourself. God, that spell. A 2 for an 11, so I don't hit myself. Oh, my gosh. That is probably yourself. one of the worst... <laughs> Six rolls. I was going to say, I don't think that, I've ever uh, seen Rachel roll that poor rolls. I <laughs> or eleven rolls. Terrible. That was uh, that was bad. All right, Hulse right. is going to re-enter. Hulse <laughs> re-enters like, the I'm not initiative. Waiting for Sudi. <laughs> no, Pace is going to have to wait another round. Sorry, friends. Um, <laughs> and I'm going like, to toss a spell magic targeted on whatever that that swirling thing is. I mean, you could make a spellcraft now that okay, you witnessed it in action and heard him spellcast earlier. Uh, I roll a 13 for a 45 spellcraft. Uh, you believe that this is an abjuration spell known as deflection. Uh, deflection surrounds yourself in a whirling barrier of force that sends any attacks that miss you hurtling back towards its source. This applies to any melee or ranged attack, even spells, directed what? against you so long as it uses an attack roll to determine whether or not it strikes you. If an attack Dude. misses you, the attack must make a second attack roll against its own armor class using all of the applicable modifiers of the original attack, and if it hits, the attacker takes the attack's damage and suffers any other consequences of getting struck with that attack. You what cannot deflect attacks that miss you for any reason besides failed attack rolls. So, for instance, if you have concealment or mirror image, it doesn't reflect it. Mm. Uh, similarly, you cannot deflect attacks that actually do strike you but simply fail to do harm. Uh, it is cool. a 7th level abjuration. Wow, mm -hmm. I've never heard of that. That's so cool. I don't ever get hit that much, so I never took it. Uh, I'm actually just going to use a regular Dispel Magic. And I did take a feat last level, Dispel Focus, which gives me a bonus on Dispelling. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, okay, that's a decent roll. That's so a Hollis Chanson and Tones from the back line extends a hand out towards Hakatep. How dare you use my own school of magic on my friends? <laughs> uh, all right, I roll a 16, which gets me a 35. It's a DC of 11 plus his caster level. Uh, unfortunately, he is not a caster level 24. So uh, you Yay! extend a hand, grab onto the threads of magic, and yank as that no. swirling barrier of force just kind of flies apart. Stick to what you know, honey. <laughs> Elements. Hollis. Uh, Hollis does have a move action if you'd like to take it. Uh, I mean, Hollis will skedaddle a little closer up to Sudi since y'all are moving and I want to haste y'all next round. That takes us from Hollis to... Sudi Kantar. Sudi gives a nod to Hollis and flying kicks to the next uh, set beast. <laughs> um, the one uh, threatening Masika or the one yeah, threatening... Yeah, so I'm going to uh, go for the one threatening Masika because it's within my 20-foot uh, movement. Okay. I believe that still provokes, though, correct? It does indeed still provoke, so he will get his attack of opportunity. I do have mobility, will though, so... Roll a perfect 20, which will hit... Oh, man. 20 even to get through your resistance to criticals. Uh, I have a 20% or sorry, a 30% immunity. So no, that won't do it. Yay. Yep. So Sudi flies forward. This fist lashes out and slams into him. Although again, even though it hit him right in his solar plexus, you know, his stony abs just absorb the impact. Uh, not enough that you don't take damage, but enough. Nope, that I take a lot of damage. Critical. It hurts a lot. It hurts a cursed amount. 
<laughs> it's a cursed amount. Yeah, I that's right. Ooh, uh, that is 26 points of damage as this Ow. slams Sudi. He still manages to kick this thing, even as he basically, it hits him in midair. He kicks out and it slams onto his back. And I imagine rolls Ow. forward with the momentum since he doesn't land prone. Ow. I can't land prone. Ouch. I'm a cat. I always land on my feet. That is true. <laughs> all right, here we go. Flurry blows and all that jazz. Masika's not used to being big, and she's like, oh, God, can't step on Sudi. Oh, he's right there. How <laughs> <laughs> is his tail always in my way? Why is he always darting between my legs? Sudi is, is playing the role of an actual cat right now. <laughs> I am cat-sized compared to Masika. Um, all right. Why does Sudi suddenly want attention while I'm at the top of the stairs? <laughs> I'm just saying, if we could ride Masika, it would totally be like an Aragorn situation or an Aragorn situation. Um, anyway, not an Aragorn situation. That's no, much different. No, very different. Um, okay, much so I roll a 19, which gets me a 42 on the first attack. A 42 will strike your foe as your foot slams into it. All right, 16 points of damage. Uh, you know what? I uh, I've got pummeling bully. I probably have no chance, but I do get a full uh, or, or a free uh, trip attack. I'll try to trip it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not outside the uh, realm of possibility. Haha, hilarious. I roll a six for a 26, so I doubt that works. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. a six for a 26 will not succeed. You, yeah, you I mean, try you know. and you're like, ow, hit my toe. It would have maybe <laughs> tripped me. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second attack, that is a 12 for a 35. A 35 will strike your foe. Oh, nice. As your fists continue to slam in that... Uh, that golem bane scarab paying for itself as uh, you're bypassing this thing's damage reduction. <laughs> yep, yeah. so that's 12 points of damage. Um, Sudi okay, slams so, home again. Yep, so third attack, that is a 19 for a 37. 37 will strike your opponent. Minimum damage, so that is 10 points of damage. So weird. Jordan's rolling so well, and Rachel's rolling so bad. I know, I'm, I'm, and I, I this is the time when I need to be rolling well. Indeed. Uh, here, then here, that's at a, the end of all things. Yeah, so 10 for a 23, that's probably not going to hit. A 23 will not strike your target. All right, let's go ahead and do a key strike. God, all over the place. Uh, So that is a 7 for a 30. A 30 will strike your foe. Cool. Minimum damage again, so 10 points of damage. Another 10 points of damage as Sudi continues to punch, slam, crack into these things. It is still going. Doing my part. That brings us to the Sky Pharaoh. This guy. Yep. Yep. Has he figured out that somebody's probably right there in melee with him? Oh, he knows. Uh, obviously, somebody is. It was all the cling clings off of his little force bubble thing. Yep. And he is as of yet uninjured. Don't remind us. I'm real salty about it. Yeah, we're real salty about that. I mean, that. his golems have taken a beating, but... I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. <laughs> I've popped two of his images He's at least. too much. He ate my ninth level spell. I'm very salty. I know. That was disappointing. Yeah, I know. That does. I should have just taken two mages disjunctions. They're so good. I mean, okay. whatever's in front of him is is not gotten past his mirror images. Not yet. Yet. Not for lack of trying. Not for lack of trying. I need my <laughs> dice to fix. Where's a cat? I need a cat. You sent the kitty that was with you away at the beginning of the episode. Actually, I didn't. I let him chill, and then eventually he got hungry, I guess, and wandered off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cats. so he'll start by casting in the defensive, because there's something oh. here, and also two threatening him. Oh, I guess that's fair. Uh, he'll succeed as he extends a the crook forward 
uh, still channeling all of his magic through his uh, his staff of office there, hmm. uh, which will blast out into a uh, scintillizing cone of prismatic colors oh, that washes uh, through the center of the no. chamber. Citra, just steal his crook. You want yeah, to steal I, I don't have any sleight of stuff. hand, really. It's a combat maneuver. Yeah, that's not much better. Mm. Eh. All right. So we'll start with... Uh, Oh, gosh. It's going to hit everybody. It does nothing to the golem because the golem's immune to magic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So this is going to be interesting. Oh, gosh. All right. So I'm going to need... Uh, that's not useful. I need a reflex save from Citra. I need a fortitude save from Masika. I need a fortitude save from Sudi. Okay. And I need a will save from Hollis. Okay. Uh, so I roll a 19, which is a lot. That is a 43. Yeah, Masika rolled oh. a 12, so with the bonuses, she gets a 30. I got a 16 for a 36. Citra rolled a 15 for a 39. <laughs> I duck. <laughs> Come on, two. So you evade that. Sudi is not subject to the death effect from the uh, the green poison ray. Masika wasn't turned to stone. I'm not positive she's actually subject to that. I think she is. Hollis avoids insanity. Always insanity. And I also... Always insanity. And I also need a will save from two. Uh? Uh, no, that's a 30. Yay! Yeah, so two also saves. Yay! Uh, All right, so that God, did has, uh, nothing. Uh, nothing? Wow, that's actually pretty amazing. Prismatic that's shocking. spray is one of those spells that can be great or it can suck. It's a chaos spell. Yeah. That's I why Jessica that likes <laughs> I do like things, but yes. All right, so he'll cast this. Uh, he doesn't have to cast this next one of the defensive because it is quickened. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it is a ranged attack while he is threatened, which will provoke an attack of opportunity from Citra. Stab him, Yay, Citra. and he doesn't have his little ball. He doesn't have his ball. I can't roll. Yeah. I rolled a five. For a 26. Oh. 26 misses. It misses by more than five. Of his Dude, this guy. Uh, 25 no, to hit Hollis. That hits me on the nose. Very well. Oh, wait. No, so it doesn't eight. because because of this cartouche. Oh, okay. dang. Nice. Happy. Uh, so a black ray shoots across the distance and you barely avoid it Ooh. as the innervation ray Ooh, goes shooting past bad. you. Oof. I look at him. Glare. Mm. You might have to do something a little bit more interesting next turn. Masika of the Beckon. All right. I have a 60-foot breath weapon. I think I can angle it so I can hit every all three golems. Uh, you I would s- also hit Citra? Citra's got a good reflex. And I got a pretty dang good fire. reflex. Oh, and Yeah, it's I got fire. a 30 fire resist on top of that. That's fair. All right. So Masika kind of thinks about it for a second. has this new dragony power takes in a big old deep breath and breathes a 60 foot cone of fire delightful nice um i do 12 over Sudi's head damage <laughs> <laughs> so they'll need to make a reflex save dc 27 this affects hawkatap but he may be immune to fire i don't know no um, i think that was a spell turning thing or so masika takes in a big old deep breath and breathes a cone of fire okay so i need a reflex save from citra Sudi and Citra. I rolled DC fine on 27. that. 27, you say? I rolled a 14 for a 38. I'm good. I roll a 12 for a, th- a 31. I'm good. 
Uh, Masika does 37 points of damage. The first golem gets a 17. The second (laughs) golem gets a 21. The third golem gets a 21. Sorry, 19. So the golems all fail. Hakatep gets a 29. So Hakatep passes, so he'll take half. So he'll take 16 or no, 17 points of damage. Uh, 18 is half of 37. 18, yeah. And I don't know if mummy lords are vulnerable to fire like normal mummies, so I don't know if that's actually more for him. And like I said, I don't know. But So how often can you do that? Well, every one D4 rounds, just like a normal oh, dragon. Okay. And I rolled a two on the D4, so I can do it again in two rounds. So two. that does seem to be uh, quite effective against the two uh, golems that that blasts. It seems yeah. to have no effect on Hakatep. Yeah, as it rolls over him to seemingly no effect. He's got he's probably got protection him. from energy. That, however, does like super heat the one directly in front of you as the clay seems to harden even further before it crumbles almost in half, split down its chest and collapses into pieces. Yay. Sweet. Masika lets out another roar because like it's a roar. fun. Another roar. Because <laughs> you can. I mean, if I was a dragon, I'd be roaring too. Be like, yeah. Paul's just like, I'm going to buy dragon form and we're going to run around as dragons. That's going on my to-do list. <laughs> I'm like this for two hours and 10 minutes because it's, oh. ten, minutes per, nice. it's, ten, it's 10 minutes per caster level. It's sad so you won't fun. be able to get out of here. So the next set beast, full out of text, two. That is 40 even, which will strike two. Wow. Dang. Second swings at him with a 38, which will also strike two. For 26 from the first hit, which will be 16 Ouch. after his damage reduction. That was a good hit. And 19 from the second hit, which will be another nine, as they're chip, chip, chipping away at two. Two is also cursed. Stop hitting our buddy. That brings us to two. I mean, Hakatep's right there. Hit Get that him man. Two. The problem is, yeah. He does know from what Hollis said earlier that as long as Hakatep's adjacent to one of these things, his AC goes up. That's, That's also why I'm having such a hard time hitting him. Yes. He'll, yeah. he'll go ahead and take his first swing at Hakatep, and then uh, assuming that these other guys are going to be a lower AC, we'll swing at them in his se- subsequent swings. All three of the golems took the thir- full 37 fire damage, yes. right? Okay. Correct. He will not power tech. So that's 34 with the first swing. Nice. Will not hit Hakatep, but does miss by five, <laughs> popping yeah. one of the images. He's got to be down to... Only a handful now. And keep in mind, he's a sorcerer. You can just cast it again. Yes, but he'd have to spend time doing that, and he has not. Oh, True. quick question. That hit that I hit myself with didn't actually do anything to me. Because your okay. stone skin? My stone skin. All right, so um, you know what? He'll try another swing at Hakatep just because if he can get close enough, he might pop another image, and then he'll take his last swing at one of the golems. And that is a 35, which will not hit Hakatep, but does miss by five. So pops another image. And then he'll take that last swing at the golem directly uh, in front of him. So the one to uh, Hakatep's right, Citra's left, as she's facing off at him. And should have stuck with what he was doing. That is a perfect 20, which will automatically hit. Threat. That is a 27 to confirm, which will not confirm his critical hit. Oh, boo. Boo. The dice giveth and the dice taketh. He's got the plus one from Hootie. Hoot, hoot. That was not factored in. Actually, that will confirm his critical hit. Are so so good. that's going to be 66 plus one for 30. <laughs> one whole point of damage for Hootie. 
That also doubles because of the uh, the critical. Oh, so that's right. 53 yep. points of damage before the thing's nice. damage reduction. So nice. slams down on it, wedging nice. his blade at the uh, the point where the, the neck joins onto the shoulder and nearly cleaving into the center of the creature. Taking us to that set guardian, which also continues to heal as they do keep regenerating. And it full out attacks at two. You know what? No, it will instead do some shenanigans. Go berserk. Well, that's just a chance. Not yet. Yeah, it's it's up to 4% chance right now. (laughs) Uh, It will instead bone shatters two. Oh, that's what it's got in it. Oh, boy. And that does get through his spell resistance. Mm. Ow. However, two does get a 34 for his fortitude save. Ah, oh, good. Against nice. a fourth level spell. So, um, no, that's yeah. good. It's still half, though. Well, I think it he doesn't get the exhaustion or something. He doesn't get the exhaustion, which is the really bad yeah. part of it. Yeah. But it's better than the 54 points of damage he would have taken instead mm-hmm. taking Ow. 27. Oh, two is looking a little rough. Bring us from there to Citra Nahamra. Citra Nahamra is going to go full out again. Let's do this. Okay. Very single-mindedly. <laughs> just, just keep, keep striking. Okay. <sighs> Two for 21. <laughs> hey, 21 will not strike your target. You should try hitting the golems. They okay. might be flat. They're flat there we go. against you. Okay. Well, she can hit a... him. She can take his AC down. Yeah, that's my what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, that is a... 16 for a 30? A 30 misses and misses by more than five. Flat footed even. Yeah, these golems are giving him goal, a bonus. You gotta, we're gonna you have to hit, hit the, the golems. golems. Alright, then I'm gonna switch to the golem. Uh, I rolled a 17 that time, which gets me a 26. It's my third attack, so. A 26? They're flat footed, they don't see her. Uh, flat footed does almost nothing for their AC. Uh, worth the shot. Uh, 26 will not strike your target. Yeah, all right. Well, offhand attack is a little bit better. There we go. Starting to get those rolls back. That is a uh, 16 again for a 35. A 35 does strike your target, though. All right. And I do get they my sneak attack, yes? They are flat-footed, and therefore you may sneak attack. They are not get immune on. to precision right. damage. Yeah, go to okay. the, hit the one that two hit, because it's taken more damage. So Yeah, I'll go after that one. So. Uh, and your golden bane scare means you'll go right through it. Like butter. Butter. Mm-hmm. Spread over too much toast. <laughs> Ew, weird. As it turns, stabs down at this thing. All right, that will be uh, 37 points of damage. Ooh, oh. a painful hit to it. Okay. All of that going through, it's still standing, though. As it gets frustrated with Hockatap and starts stabbing down at this thing. <laughs> Two for a 16 is not going to do it. Uh, and I don't think... Yeah, 17 again for a 26 won't hit. Gosh, uh, I debilitate him so he's bewildered, disoriented. So minus two to them, minus eight to me. Not they can even hit me right now. <laughs> so that means that 26 will hit his AC minus eight. Oh, right. Forgot about hey. that. Okay, so I did I'm sure get the, him on I'm that I'm sure the fans one. will also be screaming that uh, we did. I believe you also forgot your uh, opportunist against that thing whenever it was hit by two, but too late for that yep. now. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I had it in my brain, and then we started doing other stuff, and then I... I yeah. think you had it in your brain for Hockatap, and then yeah, it's like, oh, wait, I can also stab these guys. <laughs> oh, not nearly as good of a roll. Shoot. Uh, 30 points of damage. As you stab down, cracking through its skull, the thing shudders before falling still, top, toppling off of the pedestal and shattering to the floor below. Woo! 
And then there was one. As soon as like, I don't know what's happening, but it's great. <laughs> so he's just like, hey, collapse, that's great. From there we go to... Masika's giant dragon paw, Pat Sudi. Hollis <laughs> oh, Starkweather. You bet the hard. Hollis just, you know, whistles and steps up a little bit and draws her... Uh, I guess I Whistle? use my little resheath for my wand of haste, and I'm going to cast haste on the group. Okay. Sweet. That's my turn. So Hollis cast haste on the party. All right. More attacks for everybody. Let's do it. I believe you can even catch yourself in that. I can. We're all hasted. So Hollis hastes the party. From Hollis, we go to Sudi Kantar. All right. Sudi is exactly 20 feet away from the set beast that is still standing, and so I will fly and kick towards it, provoking an attack for opportunity. It will take it. Well, that's not a perfect 20. However, that is a 41 to hit Sudi. I mean, yeah, it'll hit me. Uh, great. Apparently, these things have a fun time hitting me in midair. Well, like shooing a fly. Is what it is. That's 21 points of damage Ow. as it slams the monk Ew. as he closes. God, why? Why? Sudi's stumbling under the impact, but still managing to get a kick in. Ow. Getting a full attack, actually, but yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm undaunted. I'm unbroken. I am Sudi Kantar. <laughs> You're faster than usual, so I'm get your extra attack. Living faster mother. than the average man. Sudi Kantar. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, first attacker roll of 14. That is a 37. A 37 will strike your foe. All right, that is for 11 points of damage. Second attack. I would like to use my opportunist. Oh yeah, do it! Such so a spins in place and stabs down at the golem. Okay, rolls are getting a little bit better this time. All right. <laughs> that is a 13 for a 34. Yeah. A 34 will hit your foe. Finally. Finally. Do that damage. Okay, uh, that would be... 45 points of regular damage, one Dang. point of electricity, five point of fire. Good gracious. Okay. Delightful. And he That's is bewildered stuff. and disoriented. Very well. You stab Excellent. down at it. The thing stumbles. Again, Sudi reverberates off the side of this thing, looks up as it's like staggering back and forth. Like, man, that really got him. And then I suppose <laughs> continues his attack. I would like to immediately make a perception roll. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, okay. minus two now. What is Citra's passive uh, stealth with a plus 20 bonus? <laughs> anyway, probably ridiculous. we won't get into um, that. Anyway, I start uh, so with a 26 plus the invisibility. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I'll never see you. Even. Oh, God, I'll really never see you. Uh, anyway, second attack uh, is a 16. That gets me a 39. That will hit your foe. There's that max damage I was looking for. That is uh, 17 points of damage. Rocking it back as you slam your fist into it, the thing teeters dangerously. There's the perfect 20! Yeah! Perfect 20 will automatically hit threat. Masika and her huge size behind you is doing the punchy thing she does when Sudi gets going. Yeah, um, yeah get him. <laughs> shadow boxing in the background. <laughs> I roll a natural one Keep to confirm. Give him the old one, two, uh, Natural no. one will automatically fail to confirm. sadness, but I do still hit him. You do. Uh, so that is 11 points of damage. And even without the critical, manage to bring the golem down as you Aha, slam into baby. its ankle. It topples, cracking into pieces as it hits the ground, leaving Hakatep alone, flying in the uh, the air above you. Delightful. Uh, it, how high is he? Uh, he is feet? currently flying at a height of uh, 10 feet. Uh, so he's just going to 
kind of look up at Hakatep and just be like, you know, okay. <laughs> what now? Sudi, do you need okay. flying? No, I got it. I mean, uh-huh. I could use the help, but you all probably have better things to do with him. I don't know if I do. <laughs> Wait, Sudi, Sudi like takes that dramatic pause and goes, Hollis, are you out of attack spells? No, I'm out of stuff that does stuff to him. Maybe. Okay, that good. That was worried. That takes us from Sudi to the Sky Pharaoh Hawketep. Oh, gosh. He's going to hurt us. Well, he's out of golems. Good. He's not out of spells, though. No. He reaches down to his side. Uh, no, he actually releases his grip from the flail as it falls down and strikes the ground, still holding onto the crook. Okay. Oh, he's probably used all the quickens out of that. Reaches oh, yeah. a hand down and into uh, his side pouch, provoking an attack of opportunity from Citra. Get him, Citra! Get come him! Get him! Come on, come on, come on. Uh, he doesn't have any friends now. Stab him, too! Okay, okay. That was a good roll. You're real fast. 17 Hoot. with Hootie in haste is a 39. It's gonna it's hit a, a 39 will strike your target. Go ahead and Woo! roll me a d10 to see whether or not you hit Hakatep. Five. Uh, popping another image as your blade ah, darts in and it. slices home. Uh, two. two will go ahead and take the attack of opportunity as well. Lashing out with a 35, which will not hit Hakatep. It, however, misses by five, so popping an additional image. Dude, so this guy's AC image left, without right? those things is insane. Yeah. Uh, he has two images remaining. Mm. He unfurls the ancient scroll. Ah, oh, crud. He's got a scroll. Chance and Intones, which will provoke an attack for opportunity from Citra or two if uh, you have combat reflexes. No. Oh, oh I, why am I not there? I have combat reflexes. Uh, he then unfurls the scroll and unbeknownst to you, since it is instantaneously as he reads and casts the magic on said scroll, uh, flickers for a moment out of time itself. Oh, crud! As he stops time. And I stop this episode. Uh, yeah! At least all he can do is buff himself. He though. can he summon stuff, I think. He can summon things, you though. You can summon while you're also yeah. there. Dear friends. God, they'll be alive. I have stuff that does stuff to living things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. I can stunning Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyrighted 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.